Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Welcome to episode 24, Anger Management 101. And I've gotten many requests about this topic, Joe, how do I deal with my anger or how do I help my loved one with their anger? And I always tell everybody, focus on yourself because that's what happens. And if you do have a loved one, then maybe just share this podcast with them and just say, hey, I found this really helpful, um, but you don't want to get them angry. And I'll teach you how to help regulate yourself in case something does go wrong. So anger is a common reaction that we all have. It's a natural reaction. Uh, kids from the youngest of all ages express anger. It's a way that our body tries to get other people's attention and demands uh, that our needs get met. However, it's usually just a bodyguard that's covering up our feelings of vulnerability. It's a bodyguard that covers up body armor that covers up our feelings of fear, feelings of sadness and hurt. And once we start to recognize this, we can learn to really uh, deal with our anger in productive ways and in healthy ways. Okay, so let's start with a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, which I think is just brilliant and just so effective. For every minute you remain angry, you give up 60 seconds of peace of mind. And put very succinct and to the point, do you want to be angry? Do you want to lack peace of mind? Because anger just breeds more anger. And what I'm going to teach you today in Anger Management 101 is five techniques, the five Ds. And you can download this if you want to remind yourself of them. Uh, you can download a, a list of this on the website as well, mindyourmindonline.com. We have tons of resources there. Five ways to just help control yourself. And, and, and I hope that by the end of this podcast, you'll have a better understanding of what anger is and how it's productive and how it's not productive. So here are the five. I'm going to go through them. Uh, very briefly, and then we'll extrapolate on each one. Number one, decibel lowering. Number two, delay. Number three, distract. Number four, define. And number five, defuse. So let's go through all five of these. Number one is decibel lowering. When we shout, it alerts other people of danger, which creates hyperarousal and tension in them, which makes it that they are very likely to shout back at us and they're uh, blood pressure escalates and their breathing gets faster. And we read that and then we escalate and we just get stuck in this negative escalation cycle. And so we don't want to do that because that just creates more anger. And so by lowering our decibel, we create a scenario where we're a little bit more present and we actually allow our partner to mirror us or the person we're trying to communicate with mirror us and the mirror neurons kick in and they feel more calm and relaxed. And that feeds into our ability to calm down and feel more relaxed. So just on a very surface level, lowering our decibel, something that is very helpful for helping us get calm and helping the person that we're communicating with get calm, just like I'm doing right now, just feels a lot more calm than when we're shouting and yelling. All right, so try that one. Number two is called delay. Well, we have the amygdala, two almond-shaped items in our brain that regulates our emotions in many ways, and they're basically the alarm system of the body that ring and then mobilizes the rest of our body to protect itself, to attack, etc. And um, it's wired to kick in faster than our logical brain. And that's a problem, because if our logical brain is delayed, it's that's the one that says, no, don't punch him. Don't say that. She's going to get hurt. You're going to regret it. Um, so we have to be aware of it, our, that when we are aroused and our emotions are high, we're not thinking very calmly. And so we need to be able to delay. One of the, my favorite phrases is, the best way to win a fight is to avoid it. 
So if you're angry, just calling a 10 second timeout, one minute timeout, 10 minute timeout is even better. However many seconds or minutes you could get of a timeout before you say anything stupid that you're going to regret, that your amygdala and your emotions are gushing forth with, but not your brain and not your logical part of your brain, I should say, uh, the prefrontal cortex, most developed human part of the brain, and not just your uh, responses from your reptilian brain or your mammalian brain or your amygdala, which is activating and the alarm is, is ringing, then buying that time will help you so much. And you literally are reacting emotionally without even thinking. And this works to our advantage in emergency situations where we just kick into action, or fight and flight, etc. But it doesn't help when we're trying to connect with other people or communicate with other people. And that's what it takes. So we need to just kind of relax ourselves and be able to delay. And therefore, creating some buffer zone of space, however long you can do it, is the best thing. Call a timeout. If someone's yelling at you, call a timeout. If you're feeling a need to scream or say something hurtful, call a timeout. Number three is distract. We get caught up in this fight and flight, like we said, and it really helps us uh, to be able to calm down when we can just quarantine the issue and focus on what we're trying to do. For example, when Christy was eating out with Jack, so Jack brought up a topic of finances, and Christy found herself extremely upset and emotionally aroused. Well, knowing that if she would continue the conversation, it would inevitably ruin both of their dinners, she just smiled at Jack and said, hey, how was your day at work today? Uh, basically telling him that it's not a good time to have a conversation. You know, if once she works on it, she'll get better and she'll be able to even say to him, you know, hey, let's quarantine that or let's talk about it later. I'd love to talk about it with you, but this is not the right time. Um, but she was afraid that if she would even say that, then she would just go off. So that's fine. Just change the topic. If Jack is smart, which I hope he will, will be, he'll go with it. Um, and, if, and if he's not, then Christy will try to keep him back in check or maybe she won't. She'll succumb and then the dinner will be ruined. So it's really important to be able to just distract from that topic. It's not that we're burying things. You'll deal with it later. And you can even say, you know, hey, hon, I know you want to talk about finances. Um, I'm available tonight at, you know, between 9 and 10 or tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. But right now, I'm just not able to have that conversation. All right, so that's distract. Number four, define feelings and a solution. It's very easy to get sucked into a back and forth of accusations during anger, but it's not going to solve any of your problems. You know that. It's virtually... Uh, impossible to solve problems when you're in an angry mindset, like we explained, because your brain is not functioning. Your solution part of your brain is not. Your reptilian survival part of your brain is, which is basically kill or be killed, right? Fight and flight. So define what you're feeling. Tell tell the person that you're talking to, you know, I'm feeling really aroused, really upset. And that's going to help you. Um, saying to them, you're a jerk, you're selfish, you don't give a damn about me. That's not going to solve any fights. So instead, Define what you're feeling. You know, when you made that comment about my weight, I was very sad and very hurt. Maybe feel like you don't think I'm beautiful or attractive or important. In the future, I would appreciate that you don't comment about my weight. So define what your feelings are and offer the solution. And number five is my favorite one is diffuse. Uh, there is an art in cutting your losses before they become bigger, right? Aesop's uh, fable, uh, one of my favorite stories that he tells over, is that there was a bear who was trying to get honey from the tree. And what did he do? He shook the tree. Well, lo and behold, there was a bee that lived there and the bee came and stung him. Okay, it's trying to protect its property. Well, the bear become ferocious, became ferociously angry. And so what did he do? He violently shook the tree and clawed the tree and shook it and shook it. Well, this startled the bees. And then they all returned to attack with 100 bees. And 100 bee stings was a very painful punishment that the bear got in his flesh. So sometimes we're just better off cutting our losses instead of perpetuating the fight, making it worse. So ask yourself, will my comments escalate this fight? Or will they help calm the situation? 
Sometimes you got a beast thing. That's true. But do you have to keep shaking the tree violently because you're so angry? And you're going to get a hundred beast things. I don't want to get stung with a hundred stingers. And so I need to learn how to defuse. With all that in mind, remember what Emerson taught us, which is that, hey, you're entitled to that minute of anger, but you're giving up 60 seconds of peace of mind. Why would you want to do that? Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.